Hello Leo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Leo June 2021 Astrology Must Knows. We have one of the most astrologically active months of the entire year in June. I'm calling the theme of this month Quadruple Boom and I have a nice slideshow explaining 10 must knows for this month, but first we're going to talk about some things specific for Leo and there are a lot of them. As I've been talking about in May, June is very similar that there are just amazing aspects lighting up Leo in wonderful ways because of all of the air energy. Air energy makes a 60 degree angle, which is an astro kiss. We're always chasing these astro kisses to see where the blessings will be and um, how many there might come, you know, because with every planet that we have that gives a kiss to our placement, there's a chance for sweet things to come from that. So with all of the planets in moving through Gemini, plus the eclipse in Gemini, there's definitely um, a lot of opportunities that are coming up for you at this time. And in fact, it will be so overwhelming because so much information is going to come in this month and so much information is going to go out. If you are a creator or want to be a creator of content of any kind, writing, speaking, comedy, you know, fashion, anything, you are going to be so lit up at this time and the information coming in and going out. So like what you're producing and information that's coming to you is going to be very overwhelming, but it might be one of your most creatively productive um, times in a long time, even though, you know, you probably are pretty creative anyway, all the Leos I know are anyways. So that is going on. Oh, two quick admin notes to help you use this video more better. <laughs> if you um, are watching for your Leo sun, fantastic. This video is for you, but it's also for you if your moon is in Leo, if your rising is in Leo, um, or any other placement is in Leo. Okay. Especially, you know, these personal planets, Venus and Mars, Mercury, etc. So if you don't know these placements, you can run a free birth chart. Just look at how to do that somewhere online. And then you can see more about your chart. And I suggest that you watch the horoscope reports for your sun and rising at least if, if you can, because that's going to give you two different dimensions of your complex astrological picture. People are complicated. Astrology is complicated. And we are so much more than just our sun sign. Okay. So if you're a late degree placement, like August 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees, I also recommend that you watch my Virgo horoscope because you will pick up additional pieces there but also the Leo video is still for you. Okay, and I will differentiate out if any things are different for you all than what I'm saying for the rest of the group. Okay, so back to our yay for Gemini. So Gemini is a very social sign and it's moving through, the planets are moving through the other very social house, which is Aquarius, the 11th house. So I'm expecting a massive amount of connections to be made. now. Time and life and location will determine whether these connections are in person or not, but it doesn't matter. You'll be connecting with people from the past, new contacts, networking is amazing now. People are going to hold important keys to things that you want to do, and you might be supporting other people or gathering people together, whether they're online or in person. This is a very, very important time. Now, the eclipse is going to be featured here for you all, okay? So I have a series of um, resources I've created to deepen your knowledge of how this eclipse might affect you. It's way too much information to give in one video. So I'll, I'll give you more here, but I'm going to refer you out to some other things I've created. On my homepage, Annie Botticelli YouTube homepage, look for my eclipse playlist. The ones that I suggest that you all watch are 
the eclipses in Gemini video. Of course, that's true for all signs, but it will be equally true for you. There are some really important things, including, you know, for your protection, um, for, you know, certain things that tend to go on now. So I suggest that you watch the eclipses in Gemini video. Also, all Leos, I suggest you watch my eclipses in Aquarius slash the 11th house. So basically, you can just look for eclipses in Aquarius, Annie Botticelli. You can search for these organically as well if you can't find my homepage somehow. And those are all going to be for you because from the whole house perspective, your um, your 11th house, this house of Aquarius, this social house is going to be affected by this eclipse and radical changes can occur here. The, the new, the incoming of a new friend or contact or person of importance, um, the leaving or, or some kind of closing of a chapter with something with a friendship or a group, more movement along finding your tribe, um, anything having to do with um, humanitarian efforts, community projects, or anything that um, is like an internet-based project, which is a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff these days. So that's going to be very astrologically busy. Now, if you are like from 13 degrees through the rest of the sign or around August 3rd through the rest of the sign, I also recommend you watch my Eclipses in Capricorn video. Okay, Annie Botticelli, Eclipses in Capricorn. And this will give you more because from the Placidus chart perspective, those placements are either going to have the eclipse in that 10th house of Capricorn, or it's going to be close enough on the line between the 10th and 11th house that you could feel the influence there. And that very much features your work and career and your father figures and other things. Okay, so dizzying, busy change, indecision, um, radical crossroads, a very exciting time. It's not going to be a stagnant time, that's for sure, because so much change is afoot. And you might not know exactly where it's going, but you, you'll, you'll see. And you're starting to see that even in April, the eclipses are starting to bring their news already in April, and it's just going to keep building over the upcoming months. Okay, so as the planets start to move into Cancer, uh, we're going to have a lot of high emotion. The eclipses already bring high emotion, but these um, airy planets have been offsetting it a bit. We're bringing some other things to kind of um, keep keep distracted or keep like, you know, um, buoying up from the emotion. Mars has been moving through your 12th house, which can be bringing up a lot, a lot, a lot of emotion. And as Venus gets there, the sun is going to get there. This is going to be very emotional for you. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. This can be one of the best um, series of movements for your inner work, you healing your psychology, past life regression, anything where you dip into that cosmic soup from which you're creating from your being and get things cleared up and organized in there, you know, similar to, to cleaning the attic. It gets yucky at first, but once you do it, you feel so much better and you find a lot of hidden uh, gifts. Okay, so this could be a time where you get deep into the muck and you find some hidden gifts. And this can actually be literal, like going in your attic and finding something of value um, financially. So those are the kind of things. And also working in the backdrop for things um, that you wanna launch in the future. Now, Mars is going to move into your sign this month, and this is going to be most vibrant in, in the month of June for the early degree placements. So you July-born Leos are going to have Mars crossing over your sign and or crossing over your placement, and then the rest of you um, that are not July-born or zero through 11 degrees 
Okay, those of you are you're getting your Passover of, of Mars this month in June. The rest of you from 12 degrees on or the August born, you're going to have your Mars crossover in July. Okay, and when this happens, it can bring many things. It can zest your creativity up even further than it was. Uh, it can make um, egos flare and conflicts with other people become prominent, but only as a method to um, heal them, okay? So sometimes things that were under the surface have to come up at this time. And, you know, so you might have some conflicts with people, but you also might have some major collaborations with people where you're working with people together and it feels really good. Also, this is a time, this um, June, July time for Leos, where there's a, a, a refiguring of what you want to do with your life and what you want to put out into the world and what image you want to have and also your physical health, your physicality, your relationship with your body and also healing birth trauma. Anything that crosses over the first house cusp has to do with, you know, can, can tie into birth trauma. And if you don't believe in birth trauma, have a baby, okay? Because, you know, very, very, very few people don't have some kind of, wow, you know, that's pretty intense going on when they birth a baby. So we all go through some level of that with very rare exception. And this is a time where you can heal some of that. So you'd be surprised at how the imprinting of that time can be carrying through in your life no matter how old you are now. Okay, so let's see. So Jupiter has been accentuating your seventh house of relationships, growing them. People have, you know, over the time that Jupiter's been here, they've been getting... Um, engaged, married, having kids, having new people come into their life, having old relationships tested, breakups, makeups, expansions. And now that is moving more into the backdrop. And it might seem like some things are cooling off in your relationships, but don't be concerned. It's just Jupiter doing a little shoring up. If you ever watch a building being built, it seems like they're, depending on how tall the building's going to be, they're doing a lot of work messing around under the ground. And you're like, what the heck are they doing over there, right? seems like forever. But then eventually, all of a sudden, the building just goes up because all of that work's being set underground. And these outer planets, they're setting that work. So Saturn and Jupiter have been working to set your relationship foundations from the ground up. And in some cases, those buildings of your relationships have been getting built very quickly. But the, the retrograde time now of Jupiter is a time when, you know, it's being tested, it's being, uh, you're, you're looking for any weak links that could prevent future growth. And so you're just shoring those up, okay? So even if it feels like things are going backwards, that's still as a mission to help things move forward better in the future. Okay, so let's see. If you want to have a write-up of all the notable dates of the month, the aspects, what you can expect from them, and a general write-up of the month delivered one month early to your inbox, go to anniehelpsyou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, and get other goodies. You also get my write-up of every month of 2021, like sneak peek at all the months of 2021, um, in my happy scopes, my 2021 happy scopes, when you sign up for my free email newsletter at anniehelpsyou.com plus my 28-day virtual coaching program for free. Okay, so I give a lot of stuff to my email community. And now let's talk more about this quad boom. What the heck am I talking about there? And what are the factors that are going to give us 10 more major must-knows from this most astrologically intense month, one of the most definitely of the year? Okay, so let's 
get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season. And this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. The actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd. And the post shadow period runs until July 7th. So during this time, the biggest must know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways. But when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, it definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound. So you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with and you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to 
may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are reemerging as very relevant. So the must know here is that there, if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times and now in the eclipse and retrograde time you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or um, you know do anything other than sort of watch observe take in you are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions you know that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels, you know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual, um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a, a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn Square Uranus video, YouTube, Annie Botticelli, it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? 
And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment, knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn, Uranus, square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop, backdrop in many cases, where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam, but just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself, this is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the uh, lymphatics of our body, and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must-know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle, are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be be nice to your liver, clear out your um, your body because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or um, this micro... Um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at 
the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.